0: Sech the that base on the base page two side B. When we're talking gabei, when we talk gabei yom we're talking about muktzah yontev. The source of over there, the tanah has written it namelessly. The meaning that the ruling is kedab Yehuda, that it's also the muktzah. The tanan for we learned in the Mishnah, ain mevakin eitzim min that you cannot split wood to use for fire from beams that have been organized one on top of the other on the ground, which are destined to be used in a structure, in a building. And also not from a beam that has been broken on Yontav. So even though that after it is broken, it is no longer fit for the building. And now it's standing there to be used as firewood. But since when the they entered. It was not standing for that purpose. It's Muktzah. So we see that Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. So that's why Moikim Lola Yudah. So that's what Am Nachman interprets the Mishnah that it goes like Bissilol, who say that you can't eat the Baits on that day like Yehuda, which asks is Moksa. Let us see who is the one that sealed the Mishnah uh, who's the one that decided that this Mishnah should write in a stam in a, na- a nameless way, to say that that's the Halakha Rabbi? Rabbi is the one that organized the Mishnahis. And when he wanted to decide as the view of a specific Tana, he didn't mention the name in order so that you should conduct yourself like him and not consider him as a one opinion. And therefore, you would he ruled Allah that. So the So why is it on Shabbos that he ruled and he wrote the Stam Mishnah to make lenient like Rabbi Shimon to permit Mukta Or the And how come on Yomtiv he wrote it Bistam to be Machmir Mukta k'rabbi So what difference is there? What's the reason to distinguish between Shabbos and Yomtiv with regards to Mukta or it says Amru. They say it about in the yeshiva Shabbos, the chamira, Shabbos, which is stringent on all people because you're not permitted to do even melacha, which is for the purpose of eichel nefesh, for human consumption, and therefore os for the human being, lizil and therefore people will not come to be cheapening the Shabbos, even if we're lenient as far as the laws of Moktza and they will not come to additional leniencies and therefore the that's why he wrote a stam like Reb Shimon who is lenient but Yom Tev Dikil which is lenient people are not strict about it and they do because you can do and if they're going to be lenient as far as so then people are going to come to Chibun and they're going to be lenient even Work Malach that are prohibited. If it's going to be permissible for them, the exemukta. That's why I saw some long kiddush yudah de machmir. That's why Rabbi learned this time mission like a yudah was machmir by mukta. So the Gemara asked now on Reb Nachman's explanation. But mayu kimto? How did you interpret the Mishnah? But the legadol beitzim. It's talking about it, Anagulz is there to raise the eggs, and it's because of Mukzah that it's also recorded to be Sil Yah. So in that case, at the maflighi beitzo, why do be shamisil argue about the egg? If it's permissible to be eaten, lif the go Why don't they argue about the chicken itself? The chicken that is destined to raise the eggs, and on and whether uh, the person that can change his mind to Shachti that according to his who is lenient as far as Muksiba Yontav goes, it should be that our lenient the Muksiba Yontav it should be is permissible. And according to Beis Hillel it should be also awesome, because when the Yontav comes in, it was destined at the time to raise the eggs and not eating. Really? So why does the Mishnah bring the machloikis only with regards to the egg that it laid? The Gemara says that it's not a true that actually by the Tarnagoylis itself there is also going to be a machloikis because with the chicken itself. And the reason why the Tana brings with regards to the eggs is to tell you how lenient beshamai is that they that um, that something which is even that is noilod, which is more strict than Muktzah because it wasn't even around and still shari. Is permissible. But instead of telling us, why can't we have to tell you that is so stringent that even something which is just is also awesome. And if you're going to answer me, that it's better to tell us the power of the one who permits is stronger and we should rather tell you who permits it, because it takes more to permit something, because if you permit, you have to totally be sure of your view, as opposed to being machmir, you can even do it when you're not absolutely clear. So therefore, our Tana did not care to teach us the stringency of a with the chicken itself but the and b'Tarvayu, should really argue them both with regards to the chicken and regards to the eggs. And the Tana should teach us Tane let say That tane which is there to raise the eggs, he also. Now we're talking about both. Side the chicken You can eat them both should In that way, we will know the power of those who prohibit and those who permit at the same time. So the Gemara gives another explanation. Hello, my but rabbi says. Hello my Rabbi, but rather Rabbi says Really, we're talking, the mission is talking about a Tarnagelus which is destined to be eaten and we don't ask it from moktza because it's destined to be eaten And we're dealing with a yomtev that comes after Shabbos And the reason is because of preparation Beis Hillel prohibits to eat the egg Because of a Rabbi any egg that is laid today that has been completed from the day before, so if a person is going to eat the Beitzah that on Tov, it's going to turn out that the food for Tov was prepared on Shabbos verabo me and Rabbah who says that the Israel preparation goes according to his reason. Dama for says, My It says with regard to the month. it says it'll be on the Friday by Yamashishi. They should prepare that they bring. So we're not talking about in the Posik about preparing, baking and cooking because the Torah already said that. the Torah says that they should prepare with uh, expression by saying it during the daytime I'm going to eat from Shabbos so by Yom they should say this is what I'm going to eat and from here we learn now that Chol Mechen LeShabbos that the week they can prepare for Shabbos, because the Torah made the meal of Shabbos important, that it should be prepared from the day. So, if you don't prepare it, it will be mochsa. So, Choyl has to prepare for Shabbos. But, and also, Choyl Mechon Yom Tov. Yom Tav is also called Shabbos. But Ein Yom Tov yom yom cannot prepare for Shabbos that follows it. And also Shabbos cannot prepare for Yom that follows it. Because in the pasuk it says, yom ha-shishi, And Yom HaShishi means a weekday, because normally Yom HaShishi is a weekday. And that is that the preparation needs to be from the weekday that precedes that. So by Yom Shishi on a weekday, review. Over there, you have to prepare that that you brought the month that you brought You must prepare it for Shabbos. You must prepare it for Yom But you cannot have Shabbos or Yom preparing it uh, for each other. So, says, mm-hmm. so that only according to this means that it's yantrav that follows the Shabbos. You can't have Shabbos Yontiv, uh Shabbos Prabhupada Yontav. But the Mishnah is written by every yontav. So Rabbis says, mm-hmm. This is a gizadh because yontav after a Shabbos in which you're not allowed to use the egg. so we don't allow any egg that is laid on Tov, even though it was prepared on the weekday. So why don't we allow it on any other Shabbos which is not followed by Yontif? And they say the same thing. Because when Shabbos comes after Yontaf, then Bay is Asur. so we're not going to let it even in any weekday before Shabbos. Do we then do such a Gizaydah uh, that we should say because these are an also to prepare even a case when there's no preparations not before not before Shabbos didn't precede the Yom Tov a Yom Tov didn't precede the Shabbos what Tanya but we learned in the Brisa Hasho'el kodesh if one who shaves the hatam negelus on Yom Tov umatzo bebeitzim gemuris and he founds complete ready for eating eggs mutar es lochlam then you can eat them. On Yom Tev, even if it comes after Shabbos, so is, um, if you are going to say that there is a heter, a yisr, uh, that we to a heter because of the yisr, we should acid the eggs that are found in the in the stomach. Mishum hanach the misyaldim because of those eggs that are born on that day. According to Rabbi, they're also because of achonah. So even though these were found, but since if they were laid, you couldn't eat them, you shouldn't be able to use them now either. Amar lay. So Rabbi said, This is something which is uncommon to find eggs in the mother's uh, womb. And uh, something which is not common, the chamim are goyzer, and therefore you can eat it on yomtov. But a beitzer that was born, well, that was laid on yomtov, since it's a common, so the Chavim prohibited it because of yomtov that follows shams. That's the explanation of We're talking about a tana that is standing to be eaten. So why should it be asur on yomtov according to Bissilam? It's Gzeiros Shupenis and Noishirim. It's exhaded because of fruit that fall off the tree of Shabbos and Yantub. Of the Chamim don't allow to eat it. But a beta, which is similar to fruit that falls, falls from the, laid by the chicken Amaleyah. Um, uh, so therefore, it's Amaleyah Bayez. Abayez says, Levesiv, Peders at Nesrim, time amai. What is the reason that we are not permitted to eat the fruit that fell off? Why we care to eat in Shabbos and Yantub?